The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to the Walt Disney Theater. Uh, it's such a pleasure to be here. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. And I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. This one is going to have mad September 1st energy, though, so don't sweat that. Are you, are you guys excited to be back to school? I'm excited... Uh, I'm excited to see Angel Has Fallen, the top-grossing movie this weekend. Here's the thing, though, Griffin. I can't go with you on this bit because I didn't see it then, and I still haven't seen it now. I don't think I know anything about this picture. It's got Gerard Butler in it. Good well, people keep falling. The White yeah, House I guess. fell, and then somebody else fell. This um, one has matured. We've had this one in the cask for uh, two months You mean this episode, now. not Angel Has Fallen. No, no. Um, quick quick anecdote. One sort of side effect of us rescheduling this show is I didn't give it the old uh, uh, sort of shoe leather investigation to make sure the date didn't clash in, the, in the, my personal sort of sect of the McElroy family, and it did quite bad, which is a long way of saying that I'm traveling alone with Henry this week, uh, or this day. Yes, it's been very sweet and very fun. I've never, uh, I've never traveled with him to a show by myself before. Uh, and we had good bonding time on the airplane when he bicycle kicked a can of apple juice onto me. <laughs> but the, the flight attendants, like the whole crew was like ooing and aahing over him the whole time because he's a cute little guy. Uh, and at the end of the flight, packed up all our stuff, stood up, and the flight attendants were right there, and I, he looked up at them, and he said, I love my daddy. And, and they were like blown away. They were like, oh, you got to hear this. And then he pulled out uh, a little stuffed Bigfoot that he has, who he has named Gregory. And while they were so blown away with his sweet interaction of how much he loves his father, and they're like, what dope shit is this kid going to say next? He looks up at them and he says, Gregory doesn't have boobs. <laughs> The, the speed with which their delight vanished. Because if, it, if they're looking for a causal relationship between those two sentences... That, and it also, especially, it just assumes they know who Gregory is. Like, right. they're connecting Shit, Gregory yeah. to the Bigfoot. They're not going to logically be like, the Bigfoot must be Gregory. Clearly, Who else would he be talking about? Bigfoot's Gregory. My favorite thing... <laughs> That oh, BB no. said recently is we went uh, to pick up the dogs from daycare. Worth the wait. And we went to pick up the dogs from daycare, and they said to me, oh, you're Lily's daddy, Lily being my dog. And BB said, he's my daddy, and his name's Travis. <laughs> and she said it exactly like that. I was like, okay. Um, I had a good flight, too. <laughs> we, we can all tell stories, because this is going to be, I think, 
the longest show we've ever done in our entire lives. We're doing everything. Not all this is gonna make the cut. I did, I had a good flight too. I tried to watch the new Jumanji for the third time. And I have this weird thing where every time I try to watch it, I get filled with existential dread about how I'm spending my minutes on Earth. Yeah. And the rock, the problem is the rock direct addresses me. He's like, Justin, are you sure? <laughs> this is how you're going to spend your minutes, huh? Okay, pal, eyebrow. You can't see it up there, but I'm doing like... And it's perfect. People's eyebrows fucking so And he's bad. also flexing his pecs. Yeah, I'm flexing my pecs. Okay, okay are we ready to start? Number? Okay, yes. Read on me, piss boys! It is I, Disney's newest acquisition, the Riddle Master. You got bought too, huh? Yes, I'm in phase eight of the Marvel movies. <laughs> Could there be a scene where Spider-Man kills you? <laughs> I would love that. Okay. Spider-Man, oh, that'd be a huge get for the Riddle Master. Spider-Man takes off his gloves and is like, I want to feel this. <laughs> I don't, when I strangle you to death, I want to feel your pulse slip away. Oh, with my own slow down. Oh, hey, it's Spider-Man and he's strangling the Riddle Master. He's our favorite character. Uh, so here, this was sent in by Hazel. Um... I was going to say thank you, Hazel, but I wouldn't have meant it. Um, Do you think it kind of suffers second real master? Yeah. You know Batman has a rule about not killing people, right? Yeah. Do you think it's weird that he's like the only superhero who has to like come out and say, I don't kill people? <laughs> like, you think about it, most of them have that assumed, and Batman's the only one who repeatedly has to say, like, I don't kill people. Listen, I know about my everything. Yeah, I know the whole, my whole steez looks like I do kill people. <laughs> Spider-Man doesn't, like, the Green Lantern's never like, I don't kill people. Like, we know, yeah. you're, you're just green, yeah. so yeah. not a big deal. Anyway. I kill people. Sure, you do, Green Lantern. Yeah, all right. Maybe when you're a parallax. I feel <laughs> if we spend okay. much longer in the riddle zone, my fingernails are going to start falling okay. out. So. Okay, okay, okay. Now, in order for you guys to properly solve this, I will give you a hint. You must keep in mind, this is a riddle that a human being wrote Great. and clue. submitted to a thing called riddles.com. Okay. And thought, nailed it. Once... There was a boy. And <laughs> every time he does this, the audience always gets really quiet. As it, and I know the thought in every one of your minds is, I'm going to solve this thing. <laughs> right? Yes, I got you. Okay. And then it like makes it so quiet that you have to hear all of the words that Travis says. Okay. Once Go ahead, Travis. There follow, was a boy. Follow the clues. I gave you all the clues, Mr. Police Man. There was a boy. Once there was a boy, and he got a new hula hoop for Christmas. If it didn't fit over his head, and it didn't fit over his feet, and he didn't break it, how did he get it onto his waist? This one is constructed like a riddle, except that it opens with once upon a time. Once, <laughs> once there was a boy. If we can believe, if we can all buy into that premise, I can continue. Is there, are there any additional details about whether or not the boy can sort of fold into a non-Euclidean sort no. of... No, and he's not Flat Stanley. Oh, says shit. that right there. Uh, how did he, how does he get it on? I mean, it, it's going to be something wild, like, he cuts his own head off. Um, I, 
I mean, he wouldn't if the if the hula hoop had a, na- a manufacturer break in it designed to unsnap so the boy could put it around him, I guess it wouldn't be broken. And that's not a funny thing to say, but that is how the brains of the Reels.com users work. So I'm trying to get inside. These are both great answers. Once there was a boy, Please don't and he got whole- a new hula hoop. For- you have to hear the whole setup, and you have to remember that this was a riddle a human being wrote. And thought, nailed it. Once there was a boy, and he got a new hula hoop for Christmas. If it didn't fit over his head, and it didn't fit over his feet, and he didn't break it, how did he get it on his waist? It was all just a dream. (laughs) 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 Yes. Yes. That's it. I mean, that's the end of Riddle Me Piss. It has to be. They can't get worse than that. (laughs) It was just a dream. It was just a dream. That's the angriest one of these has made me. Oh, man. It sucks. <laughs> I know. It now sucks. you got to live in There's that like world. A, There's a part of my brain that was like, I can solve this. And now it's just like falling out of my ear or something. <laughs> it will never stop. No one can solve it for it was it but a dream. <laughs> was it a dream? Okay. okay. Here's an actual question. Jeez, OP. I'm an engineering student at a wonderful university nearby. It says here to say, go Gators. I believe that's... Okay. And then some booing, I'm hearing some booing. Oh Folks, I'm just reading the words on the page. Justin could not care less about colleges or college sports. The only, sp- <laughs> the only team I care about is Touchdowns and Abbey, my fantasy football team. That, I'm sad to report, has been handed three consecutive losses because I did forget it exists. I've just done a trade of some players for some other players that I think is going to turn things around. <laughs> I just assume my friends in the league would not have suggested the trade were it not beneficial to me, <laughs> Justin McElroy. I'm an engineering student at a wonderful university nearby Go Gators, and I'm applying to grad schools this year. Part of my grad school program would be doing research, and brothers, this is where I need your help. One of my professors at my current university is studying monster truck rallies. With other alternatives, including bridges, rust, and concrete blocks, this is clearly the best subject to spend two to five years studying. Brothers, how do I convince my professor to put me on this monster truck project that's from becoming the monster truck? Are you... Are you Are, are you, you here? here? All right. Okay. Um, it, Maybe right off the bat, like if you do an interview with him, you can say like, and I'm always free to work on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Something to show your natural... The other options are bridges, rust, and concrete blocks. Wouldn't it just be assumed that you want to get onto the monster yeah. truck project? This feels like a test. It feels like a test to see if you're like ready to be like an actual like boring. <laughs> I want to be monster truck. You're not ready for this. And you're not. Yeah. The you re- gotta love rust. Those things are things that monster trucks drive over. It's like it's metaphorically they are bad subjects. Uh, you well. Do you think that that professor was the last one in line to like name the topic and the first like three professors were like, uh, bridges? And it was like, rust, concrete, monster trucks. And the first two were like, fuck! I didn't know you could. We could say monster, damn it! Um, will you be able to do proper research if you are a huge 
fan of monster You're trucks. worried that by betraying, if you say like, hey, you know my favorite food is stale nachos. Do you know any good places for that? <laughs> oh, the monster truck rally. Perfect. If you're too enthusiastic... There will be a natural bias. You're in introducing bias into science. And I would actually worry that if you said, I love the stale nachos and the overpriced beer, they're like, ah, you're caught up in the trappings. Right. We must focus on the pure science of monster trucks. What do you think the study is trying... How cool are they? How cool are they? <laughs> How, hey, uh, my study, what well, my study of the next two to five years proposes to answer is, how much ass does Bigfoot whip and why is he so much better than Carzilla? <laughs> First slide. This is Bigfoot. You can see he's got huge tires, which makes his name fucking funny. Underneath him, you can see cars. Uh, he has smashed those. Next slide. Doug, you have been working on this for 10 years, and we gave you a million-dollar grant. Yes, that's why it says Doug's Bigfoot. I bought the truck for science. It's mine now. And if you give me an A on your project, you can all have a ride. Do you think people who do the monster trucks, after they smash the cars, they ever get real sad? <laughs> and they're like, I, I love smashing those cars, and I'll never get to do those cars again. I'll do other cars, but not like that. I had so much fun. It must especially be hard for Carzilla, who's made of cars, to crush other cars. It's like if my job was to walk on human legs. <laughs> Oh, I'm out here just stomping on legs. If you drive to Sunday, a Sunday, 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 watch Travis walk around and stomp on human legs with his big feet. <laughs> if you drive to a monster truck rally and you see a sign that says free parking, extremely good and safe, do you think there's some part of you that's like, ah, 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 no, 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 no. I've been fooled before. That's where they smashed them. Yes. <laughs> you won't trick me. I think if you want to get put on this monster truck project, you have to just have a canned, just a casual uh, experience where you're watching monster trucks on your phone and your professor of choice walks by and you just point at and say, this makes me feel nothing. This makes me feel nothing but scientific curiosity. Yes. Uh, how about a Yahoo from the Yahoo Answers? Uh, this one was sent in by Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user uh, who I am going to call uh, Jabes asks, what are some good little presents I can make slash get for an advent calendar? I have quite a few ideas, but I'm sort of stuck. It's for a 20-year-old guy. Any ideas? Help. I want to make sure this year is perfect. That age is so good for us to make jokes about. It's a very good age. What I like is almost everything is for them, 20-year-old guys. Already, yeah. Already, so almost anything you buy at like a store, You're they're going to be delighted good. by. Like you could put in like a rolled up car magazine or something. <laughs> and then on the next day, you could open up and be like, oh, Jolly Ranchers, cool. Yeah. I love these. I'm a 20-year-old well, I'm they, just a 20-year-old guy, a regular 20-year-old guy. I love Jolly Ranchers. December 1st, pop it open. There's a Ferrero Rocher in there. Hell yeah. December nice. 2nd, you pop it open. There's Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. It's, <laughs> it's me. It's me. Thanks for it's coming. It's me, the Joker. Thanks for coming to my movie. <laughs> I'm going to dance on some stairs. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I only know the one thing. He dances. I haven't even clicked to unmute the link. 
I don't know what the actual song he dances on the stairs. I to. have done. It could a, be Yakety Sack. It's actually it's Dancing on the Ceiling by oh. uh, Eddie Murphy. I have YouTube to try to find the scene where Batman shows up and beats his ass. Yes, but I can't find it. <laughs> so thanks, Warner Brothers, for the copyright claims. I guess because I'm sure there's a scene where Batman shows up and beats his fucking ass. <laughs> I really like that this question says, I have a, a few ideas, as if there is not a set number of ideas one would need for an advent calendar. Right. right. If you say, I have 21, you need three more ideas. Yeah, and you're set. You could just, if it's for a 20-year-old guy, you could just give a little spritz of different spray axe deodorants in each hole. Nice. And then when he punches it open and breaks the seal or whatever, he gets it. He just has to rub the advent calendar all over him. What if you did a life-size advent calendar that was a house with 24 doors on the front of that? <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> no, because yeah. I don't think you have another thing after no, that. No, because it's like a big house. and you go. I feel like advent calendars are limited by size. Where if I could open a room and there was, I don't know, say, what a cool f- tiger cub in it. What are you fucking saying? I'm saying... You're saying build a house for yes. this 20-year-old man to live in? And, eat, and there's 24 doors each opening to 24 discrete rooms? Yes. Okay. Is this, a, is this the beginning of a riddle? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that this is something I would have liked when I was 20. If a I, house with 24 doors on it? Yes. Yeah, sure, who wouldn't? All opening externally. Uh, minimum, <laughs> minimum, it's four stories. Minimum. And every, every morning you've got to climb up four stories to get your fucking chocolate coin or whatever? Yeah. Fuck that. And no if you way. need to go to the bathroom, you have to go outside and come around to a different door. There's no... And remember which and every, of the 24 doors it every is. Every day, it's like December 20th, and you're like, I hope this one opens to a bathroom. I've been making, <laughs> I've been making dirt on the ground outside like a dog. <laughs> hey, listen. Don't go in 12. <laughs> Promise me. <laughs> Swear to me you won't go in 12. Eight is dope. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker is it. I forgot to feed him! <laughs> That's all right. I ate chaos. I guess. <laughs> is, I he, is he coming like Doctor Robot? Eggman. It's always Eggman to me. Uh, there's a Yahoo answers. Fuck! I'm excited to see Jim Carrey play Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> Sometimes when I get down, I think about I'm gonna get to do that, and I get right pumped back up. I love Disney. Disney's not making that flick, guys. It's just a question, okay? It's just a weird segue. I love Disney. I think it's really cool to have your picture taken with the characters at the parks. But I get shy when I come face-to-face with them. They're famous. How, how do I look cool in front of Tinkerbell? I don't, I don't want her to think I'm a dork. As from Reluctant to Meet Rapunzel. Are you here? Hello. This is a very real fear. Yeah, no, we're... You're, you are valid. Um. Especially since you have picked one of the, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Tinkerbell is one that's not like in a full suit. Yes. That is like a human being whose yes. face you have to look at and look yes. in the eyes and say like, Tinkerbell, to a human whose eyes you're looking in. Yes. There's a certain level of anonymity and protection that the goofy, that the George Geef suit provides. Yes. Thank you. One. And... It is, it is as such that when, for instance, my adorable two-year-old son is trying to bogart all the hugs from uh, Goofy, and Goofy literally stiff arms him to get him out of the way for the other children, I look at that and I say, it's Goofy, 
and he's got to do what he's got to do. If it was, I don't know, Aladdin, an actual dude, like, get the fuck out of here, kid. I See, mean, I have I, to have words. I go, the, I go the other way. We're like, if my kid doesn't want to, like, talk to Pluto, fine. But if, like, Ariel walks over and BB's like, no, I have to look at a human being and say, she hates you. Sorry. <laughs> I like the ones in costume because there's always a chance that that's the real one. <laughs> you know? That's true. Real Tinkerbell would be extremely old. And small. And small. So that's not the real one. But it might be the real Goofy. You never know. How do they decide which ones is costumes and which ones isn't costumes? Because I'm thinking... Sometimes they guess wrong and it's the pants. <laughs> Sometimes Fancy Nancy is a, is a weird bobble-headed uh, uh, Thanksgiving float of a person. And it's like, I'd rather we didn't do this. Hey, you know the one that's proportionally upsetting? Doc McStuffins. Yeah. We didn't think about how Doc would translate into our world, huh? <laughs> we were so busy thinking about if we could, we didn't stop to think about if we should. I've watched my three-year-old who loves the show Doc McStuffins see real-life Doc McStuffins and not be afraid as a child might, but be afraid as a full-grown adult who's like, that's not okay. Well, you also don't think about the lack of animation. Doc McDeathface is, yeah, not, right. is not great. Uh, Staring blankly into the abyss. We're not helping. Yes, let's, yeah. let's go ahead and perish the thought that you're going to look cool in yes. front of any of these people at Disney World. And that's honestly true for any celebrity that you ever meet. If you go into that with the, the mindset of, like, I got to do something really cool and memorable, so this, you're going to fudge it pretty bad. You, your, your goal should actually be, I want to be the most forgettable. Yes. I, yes. I want to remember this myself. I don't ever want them to remember me. Start with like, I don't want to get my human sweat on them. Yes. Achievable, attainable goals. I met, I met uh, Tim Robbins once, and my goal was not for Tim Robbins to walk away thinking like, fucking, I would love to get a hang going with Justin. <laughs> this is a purely one-way transaction, and Tim Robbins knows it. My goal is to get the smallest little sliver of Tim Robbins without him noticing that I'm You want to touch off. the hem of his garment. Just right. like, I'm just peeling off a little Tim to put in my pocket. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Delicious. It's like when we saw, we saw Julia Roberts once at a restaurant. This is true. And she, she was like coming up. and, and This doesn't normally, ha this this doesn't normally, normally happen. This doesn't normally happen. These are the two. The two you can probably one. guess who we were with at the time for this to transpire, okay? So she came to our table while we were hanging with our dad, who she loves. Um, and we all realized. She, as she walked away, she was like, hey, commitment kicked ass. Yeah. <laughs> We, uh, we all Merle's underappreciated. <laughs> we all realized after she walked away that none of us had shaken her hand or touched her, and we all looked at each other and were like, it's because we knew we weren't allowed to touch Julia Roberts. And yeah. she definitely moved she for moved it. For it. She, she like, went, and we all just... But that, oh. was, a, but that was a fucking trap, and yeah. we didn't fall for it. Where are we on this question? When, uh, when, we, when I was a kid and we came She's probably hesitant about handshakes because everybody's always trying to trap her hand in the jewelry box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we were kids and we came uh, to Disney World, uh, we were like on a tram or something walking by and we passed the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. And I was so upset that I didn't get their autographs in my little autograph book. So dad took the autograph book and ran back and came back and had all their autographs in the book. And probably about seven years later, I had the revelation of like, they didn't sign that. Dad signed that. Yeah. <laughs> and then 
another seven years later, I had the revelation of, even if they had signed it, it was people in suits. Yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't like, oh, I didn't get Leonardo's people signature. In now, people in suits, though, it might be the real them. You, don't, you no, never no. know. Now, That's okay, here's a, here's a solve. They're tired of talking about pixie dust and shit. If you look at them, just be like, hey, are you caught up on secession or what? <laughs> like, hey, fucking taxes, right? Let's rap about it. I think they would appreciate the respite. Yeah, and they might try to do the thing of like, oh, I live in Neverland. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, but you work here. They let you out, yeah, right? Yeah, they put you in a box when they're done with you at the end of the day? Right. Uh, Tinkerbell, are you not paying fucking income taxes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cop. Do you, do you drive on public roads, Tinkerbell? Because, uh... Uh, how about another uh, Yahoo? Yes. This one is sent in by the prospector, Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's, uh, it's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to call Bradleyson asks. Are you? Bradleyson. Bradleyson asks, why did Superman make his alter ego a nerd? Seriously, he could have picked anything, but he, went, he wanted Clark Kent to be a nerd? That just doesn't make sense. What this question presupposes is that he, like Clark Kent is an entirely separate individual from Superman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, glasses don't make, like, he, he it's, the glasses aren't Jim Carrey's The Mask. Where he's right. Like, Superman probably did think that punctuation was cool. Yeah, right? Right? He's like, you know what? I fucking love the inverted pyramid. That's cool. I think I'm going to be a journalist. Like, Superman just is a nerd. <laughs> like, it's not like when he's Superman, he's like lounging around super cool smoking cloves or whatever. Yeah. Superman's not cool. He's many things he's not cool. I think it's just glasses. Like, I don't think he picked to be a to nerd. To be fair, though, like, I think I, like, up until this question, I've always thought about it as, like, it, it, there were two options. He could be a nerd or, like, a super cool jock. Right. But there was probably some room in there. Maybe he's, like, a tortured poet when he's Clark Kent. Maybe he's, like, a goth kid when he's Clark Kent. Yeah, because that is it is now. He's a nerd who turns into a nerd. That's a bad alter ego. we right. got to change one of them. We either need Superman to start, like doing weed vapes and playing frisbee golf. Right? Or Clark can do that shit. What if Clark was just a crunchy boy? Yeah. You know, you know what I'm realizing? It's 2019. Yeah. Clark Kent in 2019 would, if he was like a member of the press in 2019, he would 100% be identified as Superman within a week. Yeah. Like instantly. Well, be, someone would dox him. Right. It would instantly dox him. It's like, okay, this is going to seem weird, but Clark Kent's address is the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> Yeah, I found his medical records and his allergies are listed as kryptonite. <laughs> That's weird. Favorite food's the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I found his live journal and he talks about eating the sun. <laughs> I mean, I What's love it in Superman movies. <laughs> Superman's like, ooh, the sun. <laughs> his MySpace just has a pocket full of kryptonite playing on the loop. Yeah. He would hate that song, He Travis. would. He would hate he would. that song. That would be like me listening to a song called I, you know, Pocket Full of Griffin Poison. A pocket full, <laughs> pocket full of nacho cheese. <laughs> Gosh. I didn't like the Superman movies, the new ones. And here's our next question. All right. <laughs> Whoa. This has been... <laughs> it's my hot take. I just didn't think they were very good. This is, 
This has been Justin's Real Hot Takes, a new segment on my Bim Bam. It's R-E-E-L. Yeah. Uh, I work in an elementary school fundraising, and during our program, students can work together to earn rewards as a class. As I was reading the rewards to a second grade class, I announced, you can earn a popsicle party, and asked the class who likes popsicles. Many students raised their hand. Just, wait, hold on. Just to clarify, a popsicle party is... Like when they hand out popsicles, or do you think that there's other events beyond? In, in school, all you need to make a party is not learning. Okay. Yeah. Not learning and some sort of sugary sweets. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, many students raised their hands as I raised mine along with them. And one student looked at me dead in the eyes and said, no, you don't. <laughs> Assuming that I, in fact, do not enjoy this summer treat. How do I respond to this student to inform them of the opposite? without angering their teacher, and that's from Frozen Fanatic. Are, Are you, you here? Hello. Now, my gut reaction is to say to you, like, who cares? Like, as a kid, who cares if you convince them you like popsicles? But here's the thing, I know we live in the real world. <laughs> and I know that the answer is, everyone cares very much. Because well, if a kid did that to me, even if it was a thing I didn't like, but I was trying to convince them I did, of like, yeah, vegetables are delicious. And they're like, you don't like vegetables? I'd be like, they saw right through me. Well, and also, you're at your place of business. If there was a, 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 a seven-year-old up on this stage yelling shit like, that, that Superman Yahoo sure didn't have the legs you thought it was going to have, Griffin, did it? I wouldn't like that. Wait, hold on. Do you like popsicles? No, you don't. You walked right into that. Silence. Stand up for this. <laughs> Don't. It'll derail the whole thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe the... Listen. Here we go. Oh, is it stuck? It's not stuck. Listen. Just you and me now. Everybody else, stop listening. Listen. Maybe this kid is trying to give you uh, kind of a heads up to a truth that I'm ready to leave you on right now. Popsicles aren't that good. <laughs> Hey, listen, y'all. It's just a frozen drink. It's a drink that got too cold, and now you're eating it? <laughs> it? What, a drink gets cold enough that you eat it? I don't think so. That's a drink. I'm a grown adult. I need a man's treat, <laughs> okay? I need an ice cream Sammy. Chocolate, Ooh. vanilla, texture. Mm -hmm. I need a Scooter Crunch Bar. I need layers of flavor. Not a hard drink that somebody got a stick stuck in. Thank you, Gross. Griffin. Griffin gets it. It's a treat for children. Maybe that's why they said, no, you don't. Because you're like, I like popsicles. And they're like, popsicles are ours. You get every, you can have yeah. beer. You Let can have beer. Have popsicles. Please. It's one thing. They melt, they get all, I'm biased from being a parent. Every time my kid gets a popsicle, the first thought in my head is, fuck. I've got, yeah. <laughs> Fucking when my, popsicles. When, when BB asks for a popsicle, I'm like, this is going to be a whole thing. <laughs> I've Because the kid's never like, better slam this before it melts and gets all messy. No, I, kids... Well, we have an inflatable pool that we put out anytime it's popsicle time <laughs> that we just kind of plonk Henry down in. Popsicles, I just don't think you should get that word. But you should get into some other frozen stuff. I've got some pamphlets. There's like lots of good... Frozen treats you can get into. You don't just spend time with popsicles. Unless it's a bomb pop. Because that's three... Somebody's into it, all right? <laughs> this is three levels of flavor. That's a kind of an adult popsicle. What about push pops? 
Push Pops. The, okay, here's the thing. Push Pops are not popsicles. They're sherbet in a cylindrical container. Right. It's a, sher- it's a, it's a sherbet gun. It's, it's a sherbet a, gun for injecting the it's flavor. It's a sherbet, a sherbet syringe. <laughs> right. Good transition. This one was sent in by Emma Kant. Thank you, Emma. It's anonymous Yahoo Answers user, uh, who I'm going to call uh, Priebus. Why is it always Priebus? I got Reince Priebus just to- <laughs> I always got get, Reince Get him out. Like, get out of there, Reince Priebus. You're not welcome here. How about Brian's Rebus? All right. This is by Prince Rebus asks, <laughs> if a chef invented a dish that contained every ingredient known to humanity, and then in parentheses, thousands, <laughs> oh. would you want to try it? Well, 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 Kathy, you said you were a real chocoholic. This has chocolate in it. It also has a, a Sebring in it. No, okay, wait. Okay, wait. We need to draw, we need to wrap a little caution tape around this crime no scene, No one okay? would ever look at a Sebring and think, that's an ingredient <laughs> it right has there. To be... Except for Bigfoot, the monster truck that eats cars. <laughs> it has He to... still eats gasoline for fuel. Yes. He just crushes cars to feel like a big man. Okay, fine. It's got to be something that's been in food, right? Yes. I can't dip into this dish knowing it's going to have grapes and tires. Like, right. I can't. Here's the thing. I would want to eat it, but there's lots of dumb shit I want to do. There's a hotel made completely of ice I want to sleep in. Right. It'll but, be bad, but I want to do it. But if you're saying, okay, you can't say all material in the known universe. No, okay. <laughs> it, it must be consumable, all matter. digestible. And not uh, in any way toxic or poisonous or... That rules out so many different varieties of Doritos, though. <laughs> Is prepared food an ingredient? Uh, yes. Because I cannot risk eating another uh, KFC donut chicken sandwich. Yeah. Here's the, di- here's the condition in which I would do it. Okay. If they could take every ingredient. Have we decided what's in it yet? Yes, it is prepared food. Food. Consumable okay. food. If someone somewhere... No, I've watched my strange addiction. If a normal amount of people somewhere eat a food, okay, it will be considered in can, this thing. Can, can I get it without? Um, can I get it without blue cheese? <laughs> if you order it ahead of time, yeah. Because okay. what they're gonna do is make one giant katamari damacy ball. Yes. Okay. I am. And they're gonna about, blend it up. But here's the only way I would eat it. I'm already on. I'm already on plating. Like I'm thinking about plating of just like. Because on Top Chef, they're always, like, talking to Tom Colicchio, like, he's a little baby, like, and make sure you get some of the uh, radish and some of the sauce. And one of these times, I want to be like, I know how to fucking eat! I'm Tom Colicchio! There's going to be an ideal bite that you get of food ball. This is why I'm saying it has to be condensed so that they can hand me, like, a ball that big, (laughs) like a large marble that contains a particle of every ingredient. I don't want to have to, like, imagine the alternative of they hand me, like, a medicine ball-sized thing. Well, they give you a bucket, and then it's up to you, whatever you can fill. No, because then I'm just eating individual ingredients at a time. I want one bite I did, to I, contain and this is every flavor. Food ball, oh, this is great. This is assuming that food ball is organized in some way. So, like, if you're coming about, <laughs> first of all, this thing's going to, like, if we plop this down in the center of the country, because God knows it's America that's doing this... <laughs> You put that shit in, like, Kansas or something like that, it's, it's going to, like, occupy a great deal of the state. So you yeah. come at that shit, like, from the southeast. All Even the south- if you just did one tablespoon of everything. Yes. You roll up on, like, the southeast 
quadrant of food ball, and it's like, ooh, this is Vegetables Town. Let's actually turn over there because I see Flan Zone over there. I want to check out Flan Zone. Yeah. I was imagining like a double dare style kiddie pool filled with slop. That's where my head was at and why I was initially turned off. If it could be a ball. (laughs) That you could play with like a game. (laughs) If I could pop it up in the air and catch it in my mouth. And there's no blue cheese. Well, in my ball, there's no blue cheese. I'll pick out yours. Thank you. If you can pick out my particle of blue cheese. And also the French cut green beans. I hate those things, man. But here's the thing. Okay, all of you, applaud if, as you're thinking about this, you're thinking this is the most, like, overwhelmingly flavorful thing you can think of. Okay. That was a trick. What if it all cancels out? Yes. And it tastes like absolutely nothing. Tastes like hair. It's so perfectly balanced. It's I, like white light. You know what I mean? It's all colors. I can't believe if we get like a particle of Takis in there, you're not going to taste that at some instant. Some... But that's canceled out by like gummy bears. I think that's giving gummy bears quite a bit of credit. Maybe it's lingonberry jam. Lingonberry jam cancels out Takis. Maybe. Uh, how about another question, Justin? Yes. Uh, my friend and I have a long-standing argument about the proper way to peel a banana. I argue that since chimps... I argue that when, since chimps peel it from the bottom, that's the correct way, but he claims that since chimps don't eat bananas in the wild, they should have no authority on the matter. Who leads the way in banana eating? That's from Banana Bamboozled in Orlando, are you here? Hi. Hi. Griff, do you have sort of a tight five that you want to open with here, or...? Uh, oh, I've worked so hard, Justin, to <laughs> excise that part of my personal brand. Well, I am a staunch advocate for Peel from the Bottom. It is the only way. You pinch it and you pop it. You pop it like a little bubble pop. I love that. That's satisfying. And then I usually say, then it's got a natural handle from the wick. Not wick. That's not what it's called. Stem. Thank you. I say that, but also, whenever I've eaten a banana, I don't usually hold on to the stem like it's a fancy teacup. And oh no. Here's the thing, though. What you call, like, a handle, I call a zipper. Like, that's, that's the tab. That's because there's yeah. nothing on the bottom. Ooh. On the top, it's a pull tab. The Lord our God, the Jesuit Christian God, the same yeah. one that tried to throw this show, put the banana handle right on there for humans to unzip and enjoy. But the, but the banana is all if handle. You opened a pack of Dunkaroos. Okay. And took the Dunking cookies uh-huh. and ate them and then put your tongue in the pudding. And then just slurped it down. <laughs> that Dunkaroo kangaroo would show up and beat your ass. Yes. <laughs> what is to that? be fair, there are very few scenarios where a kangaroo shows up and it doesn't then beat your ass. Yeah. If you, if you open a pack of Kool-Aid and you upended it into your mouth, the Kool-Aid man's going to come through and be like, oh, no. Okay, but... <laughs> oh, no, that was incorrect. But You've you're talking it. about just fundamentally eating it incorrectly. That would yes. be like just taking a bite of a banana that still had the peel on it. Okay, that's kind of a fun thing. 
That's kind of fun. Sorry I, sorry I don't like to waste food. It's 2019. It's not. But he, it's not. Here's the thing that this question, this question assumes that if a chimp saw you eat a banana that way, they wouldn't be like, wait, hold on. What did you do? Check. Shit. Yeah, I should have been doing that. Ch- hey, check this out, Bob. You pull from the top. Yeah, we have dominion over Earth because we're smart enough to look at a banana and know how to do it right. There's lots of things chimps do wrong, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've seen anything about them lately. It's not great. If we could cancel chimps, we would. <laughs> okay, they're burly beasts and they're getting nasty every day. Also, this question assumes that there is a correct way to eat a banana, as though our Jesuit Christian Lord is standing up in heaven going, no, from the top! I put it right there! You're supposed to eat it a bunch at a time, you hold them all over your mouth and just lower it down. You squeeze it, it pops in the air, you catch it, and it's a big smile. Come on! And then you throw the peel behind you to try and kill Donkey Kong. I tried to show you the way! This is going to be an odd transition, uh, but forgive me. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your banana. It's minion quotes. (laughs) Oh, man. Minion quotes is a terrible bit that I came up with as an accident, and now I'm stuck doing it and risking my personal safety every time we do a live show. It is the rare kind of terrible where it's actually terrible for the one doing it. Yeah, for the yeah. one doing and it. And we love it. Unlike Riddle Me Piss, which is fun only for the person doing it. Minion Disagree. Qu- Minion Quotes is a Facebook group with over, brace yourself, a million members. Uh, and uh, they have a lot of platitudes and characters with attitude. And uh, my brothers have to try to guess what character matches. Travis, did you see this one? You have to tell me. Is it the one with Donald Duck? Okay. Okay. No, then no. Okay. All right. If they guess the cartoon character that is affixed to this platitude, I have to post it on my Facebook wall without comment, and I can never comment on it. Folgerphobia, the fear of not having coffee. I'm going to go for a safe bet here and say Stitch. Stitch is usually pretty good. I'm going to say Garfield the Cat. That's a minion. Sorry, folks. Ah! Whoa. Minion. No, wait. That's the wrong one. There's another minion later. Don't look. Folgerphobia is a minion. Okay, we're going to try again. That's kind of a cheat because you're not supposed to have minions in the minion quotes. Okay. Woof. I wish heaven had visiting hours. Like and share if you agree. (laughs) What? I wish heaven had visiting hours. Like and share if you agree. (laughs) Oh my God. I wish heaven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay, whenever my compass isn't pointing me in a certain way and it's spinning wildly, I like to just say Taz. Taz. I'm going to say Snagglepuss. (laughs) Well, it's Jerry from Tom and Jerry. Wow. Holding a candle. 
Holding a candle, you say? I'm scared about this one because I think it's the easiest one we've ever done. Oh boy. It's, I'm real. I don't want to do. Do it. Save it for last. It's okay not to be okay. Some days are just harder than others. Ho. Oh. Can I phone a friend? No. No. Uh, Eeyore? Ooh. God damn it! <laughs> now, folks. I can't! No, wait! I can't! Post, wait, wait! Post, I can't! This is, this I is can't so post sweet. this on my Facebook wall! This I is can't. such a bad one for him to share on his Facebook I can't put it on my Facebook wall! Here, I'll do it for you. you no, must, hold on. No, hold no, on. no, you must grant me clemency, please, Orlando! No, I'm I'm going to pick a different one that he must post because No, 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 no. I've fucking made up the bit. I'll fucking do it. Oh, Oh, that's so good. I'm worried on your behalf. I don't want to do it. Imagine. Imagine if you did it. Imagine. You like us ostensibly. Please don't make me do this. Justin, here's the thing. Quick poll. I'm just going to take a pulse. Okay. It's shared. It's shared. It's shared. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with you very shortly. We'll be right back. Thank you. Love you. Hey, everybody, this is Griffin McElroy, the youngest one of them that there is. Thank you so much for listening to my brother, my brother, and me. Uh, We uh, had to put up our live show this week from uh, Orlando, our Makeup Orlando show. It was not our original plan, but things are a little bit all out of sorts. Uh, We're about to go on this big, long tour in the Midwest. Uh, Our regular recording time was delayed and then delayed again because of uh, a school delay here in Austin. So uh, the the fates have uh, conspired to have you listen to this episode today. Uh, But we're going to try real hard to, like, record another extra episode on the road uh, that we can post. Not a live show, like, you know, a regular episode because... uh, we we you know we want to space those out. We would, we we don't want to do two in a row. So that's the that's the goal. Uh, sorry, this one's late. It's been uh, it's been it's been wild times over here. Uh, hey, I've got some sponsors I want to tell you about. First one is Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products that are going to help you uh, go to sleep and get good sleep. Uh, have powerful dreams where you can jump super, super high and uh, all the food that you eat uh, in the dream world tastes good. When the Nightmare Master appears, uh, you will you, w- you will have um, the, the super rod that you can use to shoot like beams at him. And then so the, the Nightmare King is going to die in the dream and it won't come back. And the good thing is actually when you're sleeping on the Casper mattress and that mattress, by the way, it combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amount of sink and bounce. And also you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100 night risk-free sleep on it trial. Uh, when you do kill the nightmare King with the power rod, um, he, he dies in everybody else's dreams too. So it's sort of a big 
big thing that you're going to do when you sleep on the Casper mattress, get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash brother and using brother at checkout. That's casper.com slash brother and using brother at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, and I'm assuming most of those have to do with um, what if the Nightmare King defeats you in the dream and then do you disappear in the real world uh, and... Uh, they probably don't want me saying this, but yes. Squarespace is our other sponsor. Squarespace is the website one uh, that gives you a platform that you can use to make a beautiful website that you can you know, showcase your work or sell products and services of all kinds, uh, promote your physical or online business, create a Frasier fan club, um, create a sort of protest website when you get kicked out of your own Fraser fan club and uh, you know you try really really hard to get people to join your sort of offshoot Fraser fan club um, but then people notice that you start talking you know about cheers and about uh, friends and how I met your mother on there and so people will, will get turned away and so you'll have to start a new a third website Squarespace is going to help you out the whole way because it, they give you beautiful customizable templates created by world-class designers uh, everything's optimized for mobile right out of the box and they have analytics that help you grow in real time and uh, there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever go to squarespace.com slash my brother for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use the offer code my brother to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain uh that's it for the sponsors uh we will be back next week uh we're, we're hoping to have a, a a regular episode for you next week it may be a little bit delayed because we're not getting back uh in town from the tour uh until monday which is when the show historically comes out uh, so yeah, we will, we'll talk to you very soon. If you're going to be coming to the shows in Milwaukee, Minneapolis, and Chicago, go ahead and, uh, send in your questions now, uh, send in lots and lots of yahoos if you please, cause we're doing a lot of mabim bam this week. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Enjoy the rest of the show. Uh, by the way, I cut out a sad libs immediately after the break because it lasted forever and, uh, you're welcome. Hello, I'm Mujan Safagari, and I play a bunch of characters on Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast on Maximum Fun, and this is our incredible sound designer, Shane. Hello. Now, Shane makes it possible for me to play a thousand billion characters in our galaxy. Such as the Bajarian Jane, Ship of the Stars. And the Enforcer Joy, prepare to eat pancakes. Emissary Turk Mannequin. Hey, I just got out of their amp. And the horrible life! Ah! Oh, also there are five other cast members, and we'll give them just all a second to say hi. Uh, hello. Yeah, that's enough. Okay, so the season finale of Mission to Six is coming out next week, so it's the perfect time to dive in and catch up with our intrepid crew as they explore the Zix Quadrant. So give us a listen to Mission to Zix on Maximum Fun. Do not applaud for sad libs. It was only four minutes long. Now, the problem is that when you... <laughs> I notice a difference in reaction. The problem is... I want a munch doll. I want a munch doll. Welcome to Haunted Munch Squad. What? I did it, folks. Into the unknown. I crossed the streams. 
and found a haunted munch squad. And here's my new segment, Riddle Me Sad. Yeah. It's a little bit it's a little bit late, not quite timely, but I wanted to save it for you. I saw this a couple weeks ago and I thought, Orlando deserves this. <laughs> Burger King unveils the ghost whopper for Halloween. <laughs> If you unveil a ghost, what is it? What's under there? Oh no, skeletons under there the whole time. The Burger King brand has pulled off every taste on earth. Whoa! Jesus Christ. Wait. They mixed all Wait, the ingredients. Have they? They mixed all the ingredients into one burger. Hamburger, chicken fries, shit. <laughs> We're out. Burger King, every day is on Earth. Tree, dirt, worms, all of them. Clouds. <laughs> this Halloween, they did one that's out of this world. The brand gave its new Ghost Whopper sandwich made with, spe made with spectral white buns. <laughs> they gave the Ghost Whopper sandwich made with spectral white buns to spirits. Ghosts aren't out of this world. The Burger That is not a good turn of phrase for this. Earth, shh. Maybe they gave him the, the aliens. The Burger King brand partnered with Riz Mirsa, a trans channel of international renown, who can turn his body into a vessel for spirits. Holy fucking shit. The Burger King brand did this? <laughs> See, all of Burger King got together and they're like, This is oh, this dope. Is Trance channel for uh, spirits, of course. Yeah, give them a fucking ghost whopper. What do we care? 2019, we ain't got that much more time anyway. Together, they conducted the spirit taste test in front of participating guests so the authenticity of this unusual experiment could be verified. This is like... Whoa! <laughs> fucking just let... That's one paragraph, guys. We got a lot of show to get through. <laughs> Mirza incorporated spirits from the location where the spirit taste test took place, the Alexandria Hotel. Infamous for its phantom wing, which was created when an entire section of the building was bricked off in the 1930s after several paranormal sightings. The Full of people. <laughs> the Alexandria Hotel was the perfect place to connect with the spirits. After all, it's a location with a, quote, very energetic imprint from the souls who died there, according to Mirza. This is a fucking burger restaurant. <laughs> When the master medium invited the haunted hotel spirits into his body, the souls from the other side of the veil were able to taste the 100% flame-grilled beef and freshly cut tomatoes and the onion in the Ghost Whopper sandwich. In the brief moments they were on Earth, the spirits gave their own review. This, I'm, this, I, I'm in touch with your granddad. Um, he hates it. This, this one act has added several months to the lifespan of capitalism. Like, capitalism was gonna fall apart like August 2021, and now like, it's this one act is like, it's gonna be August 2021, I'll be like, let's fucking shut it all down. But wait, Burger King did invite spirits to exist inside of a person so they could eat a special ghost whopper. I, can I say something? And some to taste it, to be like, that's a ghost burger, all right? Can I say something? I just told you guys they gave this hamburger to Ghost to review, and I was about to say the reviews the Ghost gave the hamburger, <laughs> and you guys are like, let me get on in this real quick. Let me say a few things. How about I tell you what the Ghost the said about the hamburger? <laughs> I'm in endless torture. 
It's beyond belief to experience this taste, said one of the spirits. No! Another one affirmed, it's filth. <laughs> wow! Another one wait, affirmed, it's wait, filth. That is the most honest reporting I have ever seen in my entire life. Someone at Burger King was like, do we have to include that in the press release? It's like, if I get, it's about ethics in burger journalism. Listen, we have to. That's what the ghost said. If you were sitting in a room and you're like, this is the, we've done a lot of just really bad PR stunt bullshit in the past. This is the worst thing we've ever done. And you hear a voice clear as day say, it's filth. It's like, we have to, a ghost just talked. We have to use that. Others, That's also got to be a moment where it's like, are you sure the connection is strong? Because you maybe ask, others, I don't know, like uh, Elizabeth Taylor again, what she thought. Is she dead? Yeah, who knows? The, okay. uh, others just didn't know what they were holding in their hands because they've never seen a burger in their lifetime. <laughs> Fucking fair. Okay. I will say this. If they can't piece together bread with meat inside, I'm glad they're dead. <laughs> what is this? What do you think it is? Some fucking, they had sandwiches, right? Damn. Ghost Whopper sandwich is, uh, is a quarter pound of savory fl flame grilled beef topped with juicy tomatoes. I don't have to read the ingredients. It's a burger. Yeah. And so what did the, um, the guests who were there have to say about all this? It was interesting to see what we could learn from the spirits. These are tangible of, people. These are the these tangible humans. It was interesting to see what we could learn from the spirits, said one of the participating guests. It's all bullshit, a skeptic in the group added. <laughs> yep. This is the greatest I article I have I ever heard. It's all bullshit, a Fuck skeptic you, in the group added. King said one man. Do not, do, <laughs> folks, no spoilers. Do not talk over this next sentence. <laughs> It's all bullshit, a skeptic in the group added. However, however, whether we believe the medium truly helped the Burger King brand feed a sandwich to spirits or not, at least we know someone or something approved the taste of the Ghost Whopper sandwich. <laughs> so anyway, that's the Munch Squad. Um, but also was... along those lo that logic, someone said it's filth. So also someone or something didn't. Yeah. Uh, just uh, also before we move on to audience questions, a uh, real quick update. I'm up to 224 reactions to my post <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, and you'll all be happy to hear that our Uncle Chris has already commented, yeah, whatever, I'm not falling for this one. <laughs> Love that God, dude. Uncle Chris is the best Love on that earth. Dude. Fuck. Zing. Oh man. If you don't know the context behind this, what do you think of my Uncle Chris reading that? Like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Justin's trying to open up, Uncle Chris. Damn. <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. Oh my God. We're gonna do audience questions now. We're gonna <laughs> you all sent them in, in advance, so we're gonna call some folks down. Thank you all for sending in your questions. If we could get house lights up a little bit, I believe we have microphones. Okay, I'm Sydney, she, she, her. Hi, Sydney. Hello. Okay, so my boyfriend, who I like very much, and Good. I always want to romantically dance with him. Yeah. It got, by the way, the mic got really loud right when you said that, and it sounded like you got like really intense. <laughs> I want to romantically dance with him. 
every time I try to do, he tries to dance battle me. Right. Okay. Every single time. Yeah. And I need some kick-ass moves because he wins. Okay. Oh, okay. This oh. went a different direction than I thought it was going to. Yeah. I thought it would be how do I make him stop, but you're like, how do I win? win. Yes. Well, you've come to the right place. <laughs> huh. Well, the only way to win is not to play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I wish you would ask the other question because I yeah. haven't. I can. I've, the flossing skit is really all I've got. You know, could you do like a move where you kind of move your leg around real fast? What? Just like a? Uh, sure. It was. I didn't have anything in mind. It was just like an open-ended prompt. A lot of people, Sydney. A lot of people forget the elbows. Okay. And maybe you could get more elbows uh-huh, uh-huh. in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, move them one at a time. Not both. That's the chicken dance. One at a time. Now we got something. But you, do move bo- both knees at the same time. You side. could. Okay. Don't do it right now as we're workshopping it because we didn't have you sign a liability. Here situation yeah. that I. Uh, Let me ask you a question, Sydney, and answer honestly, please. Okay. I, I wouldn't assume that you weren't going to. Don't, you don't lie. Seem, you don't seem like a liar. <laughs> Would you prefer if you all romantically danced over this dance battle? If you stuck with the original arrangement? Could you have a romantic dance battle? <laughs> Wait, I want to hear the answer before yes. the bits, um, please. I'd rather dance battle. Okay, cool, okay. I didn't, know th- yeah. I didn't know if this is one of those situations. I certainly have been at this point in my life where... Somebody's like, hey, we're going to a wedding. Everybody's dancing. And I just sort of wait for like a dance circle to form so I can be technically saying I'm dancing, but not <laughs> visibly dancing, really. I, uh, whenever that happens to me and I find myself on the, the outside of a dance circle, the circumference of a dance circle, I'm like mentally preparing for the moment where somebody kind of gestures towards me and I can go, yeah. No. Rom- romantic. <laughs> How about you? This is a true story. Romantic dancing is, uh, unless you do have lots of cool moves, which that's a whole nother kettle of fish if you're that type of person, uh, it's boring to watch and do. Uh, And this is not my brothers can attest to this. During my first dance at my wedding, me and Rachel were dancing, and I actually turned to the audience to apologize that we weren't doing more stuff. Yeah. A born showman. My brother. My first dance with my wife uh, for our wedding, we got maybe 45 seconds in, and then I realized, like, this song's like four and a half minutes long. Yeah. And I think then I said, other people can dance too, now, which is not what's supposed, not to, what's happen. supposed to happen. Now, my wife, our, our first my dance. My wife. <laughs> ours went on long enough that we were talking about what we were going to have for breakfast the next day. Now, would it have been better if my wife had come in to do the, you know, middle school hands on the waist dance that we had agreed to hop on? With the, room for the Holy Ghost. With room for the Holy Ghost. If she had come in for that and I had done, you know, the Dougie would have been time appropriate, I think, in 2013. And then, uh, then it's fucking on and I put her in the dumpster with my good skills. Now, yes. if you want to do a romantic dance battle, that's basically what I think the tango is. I've never done it. But I've seen in a lot of spy movies where the couple will do it and they seem like they're sexy fighting while they're dancing. Yeah, they have a knife, a secret knife. Right. Whoa, you could introduce a knife. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's one way to win a dance battle. It does make, well, it kind of makes everything a battle at that point. Does that, does that help, the knife? It does. It Perfect, does. thank you. Oh, wait, Don't, wait, wait. Wait, hold on, wait. I just wanted to take this opportunity to oh, no. say. If you plug your podcast, I swear to God, Sydney. I was going to plug yours. Graduation oh. is really good. Oh, thank oh thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks, Sydney. Uh, who was first over here? Hi, hello. Luke. My name's Luke. Hi, Luke. Hey, Luke. Hello. Hello. Oh, you got some, got some Luke, Luke heads. Luke heads. <laughs> Jinx. Some lukewarms. You can't talk. I, no. I jinxed no, you. I'm going to talk. Did Luke, did someone just call you daddy from the audience? They, they said dungeon daddy. I'm a dungeon master. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Dungeon uh, daddy is probably already a term for something. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Luke? Okay. So, this started how you expected, I'm sure. No. You know, I let's start over. What was your name? Luke. My name is Luke. You okay. seem like a real dungeon daddy, Luke. Thank you. Oh, damn it. From, hey, from one dungeon daddy to another, I recognize pass. Hard pass. A boy. I'm, I'm more of a captain daddy. Luke. Let's start over. Right. Luke. So, so my dad gifted me our family nativity scene, and it's a very fancy ceramic nativity scene. How big are we talking? Is it like tabletop? Or? Yeah, yeah, very. Tabletop, oh, okay, yeah, sizable. Yeah. Um, Not like a yard one. No, no. Okay. Um, and I really don't have a use for it, so I was planning on selling it. Cool. Nice. So I, so very I opened cool. it up to see if everything was there, and every piece is there except for baby Jesus. That's the most. So Keystone, is, Keystone. How do I go about selling this online without baby Jesus? The Jesus list. It's the worst. It's the worst one to be missing if you think about it. Because you could even be missing one of the three kings slash wise men and put a shepherd and be like, he's cash. I don't yeah. know. He's a cat. He's a he, cash he's king. The king of shepherds. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Cash king. I don't know what to tell you. I'm gonna give you four words that are gonna fix this problem, Luke. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> right? That's how you got. Anything can be Jesus. Oh, what's that? You have. I'm going to assume because you're a dungeon daddy, some like D and D figurines. A dragon's Jesus now, right? Anything can be Jesus. Oh, it's Catboy from PJ Masks. He's Jesus I now. now. I now know why Jesuit Christian God canceled our show. Right. He was right to do so. He foresaw this. Listen, none of us were there, and I guarantee you Jesus doesn't look like he did in whatever that nativity scene had him looking like. Do so you? put whatever the... Make a, your face and in there, and someone's going to be like, is that right? They won't know. Go to Dwarven Forest. They wicked know. Do you have... They you, will super know. Do you have any Tootsie Rolls? What was that? Like you could use like modeling clay to try to form a Jesus or out of. Or one of the babies from a Why king cake. Why not just use modeling clay? <laughs> I Okay, no one has modeling clay and Halloween just ended. So I'm betting Luke has some Tootsie Rolls. That's fair. <laughs> I also like, by the way, Luke, that you said, I don't have a use for it as though there wasn't a built-in use for a nativity well, scene. Hey. Like, what, what are we going to do with this? Hey, Luke, I got a question for you. If we can get a little bit real for a second. Um, when you sent this in to us, did you expect the moment when you said you were going to sell your dad's nativity scene that you would audibly lose the audience? <laughs> I felt it. It was palpable. Where everybody's no. like, are you? Wait, what did he say? No, because here's the thing about it that actually makes me on your side. Your dad had to pack it up. 
and he had to reach a point where he was like, ooh, Jesus yes. isn't here. <laughs> it's true. This is true. Your dad knew it didn't have a Jesus in it. That's fair. That's fair. You're right to do this. Because he didn't put Jesus in, and now Jesus is gone. Yeah. Unless. He knew. He, he for sure Unless knew. The baby Jesus chewed his way out of the corner of the box. Listen, I've seen Toy Story. Yeah, that's fair. Sometimes, Whoa, hold on a second. <laughs> wait, what were you Wait, no, 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 wait. Okay, so Toy Story, if Toy Story is real. And it is. And there's an activity scene in a Toy Story movie. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> does, does nativity. Yeah. Does Nativity Jesus come to life and have all of his incredible powers? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, there's actually a whole scene of like a sheep trying to convince him, you're a toy. Yeah. You're not Jesus. And then he's crushed under the foot of something. And baby Jesus. And then the is dad like, delivers See? the whole thing. Okay. Okay. My the, the direction of the Toy Story tangent I was gonna go off on is just include some like popsicle sticks and putty and googly eyes and pipe cleaners in the box when you sell it. And it's like make your own. Forky Jesus. Oh, that's really good. What and about just a li- now, now it's an important family heirloom because you worked on it together and it looks really good. What about a tiny post-it in the manger that just says, be right back? Yeah. <laughs> I, could you put a shepherd in the manger and just be like, no one ever said Jesus wasn't a fully grown adult man <laughs> with a big bushy Jesus beard. Jesus was Kyle XY. I have not seen the show. Can you... <laughs> put in a advertisement for the Jesus expansion pack. <laughs> DL Jesus. Basically, <laughs> DL Jesus. Back to work. Oh, you wanted Jesus too? Okay. Oh, G- Jesus is coming in February. That'll be sixty dollars. Or you can spend some some digi coins on this loot box, and maybe you'll get a Jesus skin. Yeah, that's a rare. That's <laughs> oh, a rare. You gotta chase Jesus. <laughs> wow, Hollowfoil Jesus. Is it? Certainly, Luke. We've said something helpful. Of course. Thank yes. you, Luke. Thank you, Luke. We have someone else over here. Hi, uh, Hi. I'm Zach. He, him. Hi, Hi. Zach. Send a follow-up with my seat number because I realized I messed up and didn't do that. Yeah, you, did, you, you didn't sure have to admit did. to that, Zach. Sure. But good on you. <laughs> We weren't going to rat you out. Yeah. Um, so what I sent to you guys is that my girlfriend wanted me to learn to juggle because mm. her and her roommates have people over and they have juggling parties. Are you absolutely <laughs> certain that they are not having juggalo parties? <laughs> Honest answer only. Absolutely. I don't think my girlfriend owns very much makeup. Listen. Is your girlfriend here? Yeah, she's up there at the top. Are you a juggalo? You have to tell us our else is in entrapment. <laughs> All right, this she says, if you, you can't hear it because you don't have a mic, but she's saying yes enthusiastically. <laughs> and she's kind of shrugging, like, why doesn't he know this about me? <laughs> um, I, you're, you, know the, you know that this isn't Mark Maron, right? Like, we're my brother, my brother, I mean, we've talked about juggling in some unkind ways in the past, and you're sure you want us to do this one? I am sure. Okay, okay. can I ask what's you? Your, what's your question, oh, yeah. Zach? Will learning to juggle make me a juggler? Oh. Oh my God, Man, that's, that's so... Oh, it's supposed that's... to be advice, Zach, not a fucking, like, brain twister. <laughs> not supposed to be a f- philosophical ponderable. Um, 
This is a very real question that is bothering me immensely. How long does a juggling party last? Several hours? No! That is the rough. Hey! No! Is, is there a moment in a juggling party where it's like, uh, I don't actually feel like doing this anymore. <laughs> and someone else is like, are you kidding? I could juggle for 15 to 20 more minutes. And then it's just one person juggling by themselves? Maybe, but they also go to festivals? Okay. Okay, that's different though, right? That is not like, if you went to a juggling party and say there's eight people there, which is a good get for a juggling party, I'd say. And you start juggling and you all hit a rhythm and then it's just like, all right, so we've all demonstrated we can do this. Do you want to, I don't know, watch a movie now? Zachary. How good Zachary, can you... listen to me. <laughs> listen to me now. The festival they go to. Are you fucking certain? Do they, does she call it the gathering of the jugglers? I'm approaching this question from a completely different sort of uh, breach point, which is that I think you are being sort of reverse catfished or something. You're being fish catted. <laughs> yeah. I actually Clown don't know fished. the name of the last Clown one fished? I went to. Clownfish Clown is fished. extremely powerful. Thank you. Clownfish. Here's the, I don't let, think... a, let the record show. Stenographer? Clownfish? <laughs> yes, thank you. I, I don't think you need to learn to juggle. Because I am not a juggler, but I am a performer. Uh, and Whoa, that's somebody a... kind of snorted at that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. I like your sparkly shirt. Someone... We're cool. But I am a performer, and... What I like way more than a fellow performer is an audience. Yes. So what you have to offer to be at the juggling parties is going, good juggling, yeah. everyone. <laughs> You're the but juggling if everyone's audience. juggling, okay. no one's paying but attention. You, Travis, the emotional sweat and tears and blood that's going to go into that. I don't yes. think you realize being at a juggling party and having to be the full-time audience member for that. One time I went to a, a small bar in Austin called Nasties that I went to quite a bit. It was, no, it was a, it was a cinder block prison cell that, but little did I know the night that I went, me and my friends went, it was open mic night. And uh, they were doing comedy. It was an open mic stand-up night. Woof. And we didn't have anything prepped, so we just sat there. And then we... That's why you didn't participate in the open mic comedy night? Because well, you didn't prep of Type 5? At one point, we stood up to leave, and somebody told us, like, Oh, don't... You guys are the only ones not performing tonight. Will you please... Oh. That's going to be you, but for juggling, which is worse! <laughs> I, I actually would argue it's not worse because with comedy, it's so subjective where with juggling, it's pretty binary. <laughs> with fair. juggling, you have to pretend they didn't just drop one though, <laughs> which is exhausting. <laughs> or have something constructive to say like, you'll get them next time. Yeah. Or like, I didn't want to eat that apple. I guess this is okay. I, how good do you juggle right now, Zach? Not at all. Okay, is that intentional? Do you, has, has she tried to teach you how? Not yet. It's hard. Whoa, okay. Like, never offered to teach you? No, she offered. I just ha She hasn't tried yet. Huh. Huh. What is... <laughs> she there, I feel like there's thing. a step in the middle, Zach, <laughs> that you're not sharing, which is, and I've said no. All right, Zachary. I've said repeatedly no. Um, Zach, if, if the first time you can get three going for more than a few passes, I say you're a juggler. 
You may be uh, just a young juggler, an amateur juggler, a young A youngler. A youngler. <laughs> but I think the first time you juggle three at one time, I think you're a juggler after that first pass. And hey... Wait, is that a good... That's good. Yeah, share this thing with your girlfriend. Yeah, I think... You know what? Tomorrow, I want you to send a video of you juggling something dangerous. <laughs> so I need you to accelerate the pace. Just tweet at us, okay? Congratulations on your newfound hobby. Well done. Thank you. Don't, I'm not going to ask you for that help because I know it did. You can go ahead and bring the house lights yes, down. Yes, thank you all Thank very you much. all. Goodbye. I'm fading away. Adios. Okay. Um, thank you so much. We are uh, uh, sincerely sorry for I'm sure it caused a lot of uh, heartache and annoyance and irritation when that first show was canceled. And First time we've ever done it in our in our uh 10 years of doing this podcast yeah uh, and, and it, honestly we wouldn't have done it uh well one it wasn't our call but two it was a safety issue for the audience yeah it was like a curfew so we couldn't do it but still hey listen the important thing is we're all here now yeah 80 listen 80 84 of us are here now and <laughs> thank you to paul our intrepid Thanks, tour manager paul, for, for everything uh, thank, thank you, you to, to thank you to uh, Sarah, who is our, our uh, incredible social media person, who is hanging out with Henry backstage and is a fucking lifesaver. And uh, this thank show you, probably Sarah. wouldn't happen tonight without her. Thank uh, you to the uh, Walt Disney Theater yes. here, a yeah, beautiful place. This is the second time we here. People. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, it's a lovely building. Uh, a lovely, lovely and to John to Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song and a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. Uh, I also wanted to say it's two and a half hours early, but I wanted to say happy birthday to my older brother, Justin. And happy birthday to my young brother, Travis. <laughs> and, 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 Gr Griffin. Griff and Griffin's here, too. And me. Uh, at, that post is public, so if any of you want to get on that post and just say what the bit is no, and don't why you it's there, dare. it's fine. It would be and great. That, what you should do is respond, are you okay? No, you shouldn't. Don't do that. Um, we also want to say, uh, as was mentioned earlier, season three of the Adventure Zone, uh, Adventure Zone graduation. Yes. Uh, oh, it's live now. You can go check that out. Final Yahoo, please. Yes, every week on My Brother, My Brother, Me, we pick a final Yahoo question that Griffin reads, and then we return to the next week with some of the sage insights that we've cooked up. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what we uh, come up with in the lab, what the boys in the lab come up with on this one. It was sent in by Evan Dubois. Thank you, Evan. It's Yahoo Answers user Stan the Man who asks, where can I buy a frog? Not for sexual reasons. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This is my brother, my brother, me, kids, your dad, square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.